What's up, Fighting Irish Faithful? Hope you're all feeling good here after the Notre Dame beatdown of Tennessee State here at home. Notre Dame returns from Ireland and does not disappoint. We are not on an Irish or Guinness hangover at all. Uh, we are moving and actually looking better, and as we should against a lesser opponent. This is Joe at Faithful underscore Irish on the Twitter. This is the Fighting Irish Faithful podcast on Dos Leprechauns Media. Thank you for joining us. This is the post-game show, the wrap-up of Notre Dame's uh, practice (laughs) over uh, TSU. And uh, with the way the ball was distributed and everyone getting uh, equal turns to score touchdowns, uh, we'll get into that for sure. But uh, really, really happy you are joining us here live. We've, we've got quite a few uh, uh, people already starting to line up here. Uh, maybe a red snapper, my co-host, will jump on. Uh, but yeah, Notre Dame is victorious, 56-3. to uh, First win over an FCS team and a first game against a historical black college at Tennessee State. So a lot of pop and circumstance, you know, with Eddie George and uh, some of these other things going on with, uh, with the game. Uh, but... At the end of the day, the Irish are, are dominating, victorious. We'll get into some of the numbers here real quick, but let's also try to get some of our initial fan reactions first. Uh, the first person that actually was on here is uh, a new person here, at Jimmy underscore Joe 24. Uh, we've invited you to speak. Go ahead and hit the pink button, except uh, to speak when it comes at the top, and then pink button at the bottom. Uh, we invite you to speak. Uh, that's cool. We got a new person here. Um, but really happy that Notre Dame uh, was victorious, and um, yeah, good good for us. So, Jimmy Joe, I see you there. Uh, go ahead and unmute yourself. Hit the pink button, lower left-hand corner, to join the post-game Fighting Irish Faithful show. Hello, namaste to you. Namaste, hello. Yes, this is Jimmy Joe. Actually, my name is Vijay Patel, uh, but my friends know me as Jimmy Joe, and I am thrilled to be on your podcast finally. Finally. Oh, okay. So, so long-time listener, first-time contributor. Uh, forgive me for asking, where are you calling from? Oh, well, I now live in Indi- in Idaho, but I was from Calcutta. Idaho. You're from Calcutta, but you live in Idaho. Okay, so from one I, I state to another. Okay, right on. Well, and I live in Indiana, so there you go. <laughs> well, fantastic. Okay, this I- is great. Okay, so uh, just go. I'll, I'll, I'll shut up. I want to hear you talk. Oh, well, I have a very good friend, Raj, who who likes football. He goes to Notre Dame. And he told me, because I just became a new Catholic, that I should learn to listen to football. And that should be with Notre Dame. Okay. And so, so how did you find... So, okay, so you got a friend that connected you with Notre Dame. How did you find this show? You just joined Twitter oh, and you're yeah. like, uh, something popped up? Yeah, he he listened to Twitter and he told me. Okay, well, unfortunately, I I haven't seen your friend Raj here on the show, but that's fine. Happy you're with us. Well, so you you watched the game. Clearly, you you're happy with the outcome. Uh, so so okay, wait, wait, hold on, back the bus up. So you're from India, but you live in Idaho. Th- this is like the most like like six degrees of separation to Kevin Bacon, basically. 
I, I don't know who Kevin Bacon is. Uh, he he's an American hero, if you ask uh, a Star Lord. But anyway, uh, so. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So 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 all right. Are so you, so you, did you, you watch the you game? Irish? I assume. Mr. Joe, are you are you Irish? No, I I am not Irish. I'm I'm actually Polish, believe it or not. Uh, but but we're all Irish at heart. Everyone who joins this show. Um, or anyone who who is uh, Irish, as far as uh, supporting Notre Dame, uh, we're all Irish at at heart. That's why we're the Fighting Irish. So, um, so so if you're well, you're a fan of Notre Dame, then technically you are too. Well, I, I don't understand what is it about uh, Irish and Notre Dame. Why why are are they called Irish? Uh, fighting Irish. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Okay, so that that's a great question. We've actually never this is this is a good stump to host. So so Notre Dame obviously is a Catholic university. Um and if you go into historical United States history, um there was a lot of prejudice going against the Irish Catholics. And so when Notre Dame was going about and doing their thing and and you, you would get people that would just call them the, the, the Irish just because they're like predominantly anyone who was Catholic was also Irish or whatever, or they were Italian. Um, so it kind of became kind of a, I don't want to say a slur, but it became kind of a, kind of a slight against Notre Dame. But then the university just embraced it and just said, yeah, that's who we are. We're the fighting Irish. So, um, so it became something that originally was negative and they turned it into a positive. Oh, and you know, they always say Irish wear green, but I see Irishmen wearing uh, blue. Yes, that's because we're Notre Dame after Our Lady. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I heard you have a store. Well, the Etsy store has been has been a little little quiet. Uh, clearly, you've been looking at my my Twitter profile. Thank you, Jimmy Joe. No, the uh, the Etsy store has actually been uh, been a little quiet. We need to update some of the merchandise. It actually still has the old logo. Uh, but yes, uh, Dos Leprechauns has encouraged me to update uh, some of my gear to the new Etsy uh, Etsy standard here. So what 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 uh, what do you think of this game? Notre, I, I assume you watched it, otherwise you're just oh, browsing Twitter okay. and you just saw the space oh, jump on. Oh. Okay, I felt bad for the other team. <laughs> you felt bad for Tennessee State. They they did get pounded fifty six to three. Right? This is not. Uh, I don't know what. Forgive me. This is probably insensitive, but I don't know what a typical score in cricket is, but. Um, I imagine a fifty-six to three score in cricket is an ass beating. Oh, you know we only have eleven members in our cricket team here in India, and a coach. I don't know. Cricket's pretty big out there. That's all I know. That, oh and I, yeah, not not football. No, not okay. definitely not football. Well, I I hope ahead I will learn more about this game from you. You're very smart. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... Uh, and I'm going to learn a lot from you. All right. Well, Jimmy Joe, I appreciate your your, your input here. Feel free. We got we got other people who want to jump on oh, and listen. We got okay, a Wookiee okay, and Coach Person. Okay, remember, namaste. 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 Peace, peace be with you as well and with your spirit. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Come again. <laughs>
uh that's uh okay that was at jimmy underscore joe 24 on the twitter uh thank you for joining us uh uh thank you that that was great that was that was that was special um let's go to over someone new here uh well not someone new coach parsegian you were next here we'll invite you to speak if you so wish but yeah notre dame does not disappoint uh defeats an fcs team uh pounds them as jimmy joe uh said he felt bad for them uh coach parsegian did you feel bad for tennessee state the way jimmy joe did absolutely not okay (laughs) me neither quite frankly but anyway I was going to initially chime in on the story of the Irish adoption. Yeah, there you go. I, I'll be honest. I, I think Jimmy Joe kind of stumped the host there. I did the best well, I could. To the best of my knowledge from research I've done and documentaries I've seen here and there, Newt Rockney, during the days of Rockney, wanted us to initially be called the Terriers. Had a little Terrier mascot on the side. I do know the game. history of the Terrier, yes. But because of the prejudice against the Irish Catholics in the nation at the time. And the way you had this Catholic school dominating every team they played everywhere. They played them. The Irish Catholics flocked to Notre Dame in support and in attendance for the games. And therefore the university embraced the fighting Irish moniker. And that's how they became the fighting. Yeah, that, that's kind of my, my understanding as well is that you had, you know, it, like we're, we're getting historical here. You know, we played a historical black college, so we might as well get into the historical uh, nature of Notre Dame and our mascot. I, I am aware about the Terrier and and uh, I got to give credit to One Foot Down because they actually ran an article about the history of that. So so tip of the cat to uh, One Foot Down, um, I think over the summer back last spring, whatever it was. Um, talking about the terrier and they actually like figured out the name of said, said pup. So, so that's cool. Um, but yes, you're hundred percent right. I, my understanding is because Notre Dame traveled, Newt Rockney took the team across the country and all this prejudice and other stuff going on at the turn of the century or what have you. Um, it, it encouraged, um, a bunch of Catholics to come out, support this team from, northern indiana and so the name just kind of stuck and the university embraced it and here we are and that's who we are as the fighting irish and quite frankly it my opinion is badass but however the defense even though it's only been two games they're ranked they're well tied for first with miami for some reason and (laughs) second behind only uab does Miami Which still have the turnover chain? Is that what what's what's uh, helping Miami or no? No, <laughs> probably. I don't know. I, I I wonder if that was just a, a fad or a phase they went through. I I remember when that was kind of everyone kind of had their own turnover token, if I may. Yes. Um, I was saying that we just needed a turnover shillelagh. Now, I did see at the end of the Navy game that Sam Hartman had a shillelagh. Um. But I didn't see it on the sideline. But maybe that's because weapons, quote unquote, are not allowed in the stadium. So, you know, take out for what it is. So. <laughs> Probably so. That's fine. Well, Coach, so you don't feel bad that we, we pounded Tennessee State because that, that is what it is. I mean, we scored 28 points in the second quarter. I mean, just like, okay, you know. Well, it started off the way I was concerned it would start off. But by the second quarter, they got some things straightened out. Finally, thankfully. But that's 
that's how it's supposed to be when you play in FCS. Yeah. It's supposed to be a dominant hit them when they're down and while they're still down, just keep yep. adding stats and running the score up. Yeah. Do what you have to do to make it look the way it's supposed to look. I, I agree. And, and you know, I, I don't have the margins here. Um, but like I look at other teams and other national champions that scored, you know, 56, you know, or whatever points got into the fifties. Um, you know, Georgia last year didn't do it against their non power five teams that they played, but in 2021, they scored 56 points against Charleston Southern and UAB respectively LSU in 2019 beat Northwestern state 65 to 14. Um, Alabama beat Mercer in 2017, 56 to zero Clemson beat South Carolina state 59 to zero in 2016. So this, this is not uncommon to have a, a good team, a good football team just, exert their will and dominance over a far inferior team. And, um, you know, some people are going to say, oh, we shouldn't run up the score, but I'll be honest with you. It, to me, it's not so much like we run up the score and you have one guy that is just overpowering the entire other team. That That is not what happened tonight. On the f- contrast, you saw Notre Dame and, and the interview post game. if you, anyone saw it, is everyone who scored a touchdown by Notre Dame, um, it, it was a different guy, right? Eight Estimate, different people. Eight different people, including Hartman, who had his uh, um, flip, jump, whatever you want to call it, uh, over the goal line into the end zone, right? So Hartman gets a rushing touchdown, which is awesome. Estimate, Love, he gets. they both get one. Then you got Price, who gets his first touchdown in Notre Dame Stadium. No, they didn't play the Price is Right theme, although that would have been tight if they did. Um, but then, yes. NBC. Was Price is Right on NBC? I want to say it's CBS who does Price is Right. Oh, it's probably royalties and such. Yeah, you know, they should just do it. And that, I'm one of those people that sometimes well, I Well, Notre Dame like, can afford Well, my thought is just ask for forgiveness, not permission, right? <laughs> Yeah. Play don't play the, don't play the current penalty. theme. Play the theme from like the eighties. Yes. You know, like like that's not your theme. You know? <laughs> this should be public record now. As old as it is by now, I'm sure, yeah. Here, I'll I'll say this. Play the theme that was the theme in nineteen eighty eight, the last time Notre Dame won a title. I, I think that's that's respectable. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. So what else, Coach? What is there anything that we can take away from this game, or just hey, you know, get the reps, get get the uh, the the practice, so to speak, uh, for our team, and uh, hit the road and, and go out to NC State. Absolutely, but we can carry this with us. Um, even though they're little rinky-dink teams, Notre Dame has soundly taken care of business, where Ohio State has struggled to do so. Yeah. Yeah, I saw them that not doing well against IU at the beginning, right? I mean, they won, yeah. They were supposed to win, mm-hmm. but it was a slow field goal fest yeah. for Ohio State. So, <laughs> you know, the Buckeyes aren't the Buckeyes this year, so so it would seem. Yeah, I think I think they're you know they got to figure out their quarterback situation. They've they've kind of been relying on 
on some greatness there and some what's worse is it makes you wonder how have they lost to Michigan two years in a row because Michigan's not that good. You know, that's interesting. You know, I, and I haven't broken down Michigan and, and observed them because, you know, why would I do that? You know, I'd rather, you know, stab my well, eyes they out lost with a, to a spoon, team but... that got soundly thumped by 70 something points. <laughs> that same team lost to Colorado today. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, and that same team will turn around and lost to Colorado in first year head coach who basically gutted his entire program. You know, that's an interesting point. And we don't want to turn this into the Colorado Deion Sanders show. But but I will say this. I have purposely reserved my opinion about Colorado or even Deion Sanders as a whole to, uh, with respect to, you know, some of the stuff you hear, some of the things we read. And it's like, look, I'm not there. I'm not in the program and, and we can read all this stuff. But at the end of the day, what matters is, is number one, you know, is he, is he treating his players? Okay. Right. Is he, he's not abusing them or whatever, but cause I, I do have issues with that, but is he, it, it are they going to win? Are they successful? And now I will say they won the game, so that's good. And they won the game against the team that last year was in the national championship. Grant, they got thumped as you pointed out, but um, you know, that team went far, did well, and you know, it is what it is. What what is interesting is you've got a new coach from Jackson State, right? Um, he comes over and look, whether his quote unquote system, whatever that is, doesn't jive with the current players, you you hear that all the time. And I imagine that with social media and with the ability for players to transfer so easily now versus what it used to be, where you'd have to sit out or sit out for a year, what have you, most likely you're gonna it's gonna appear more volatile just based off of the nature of what college football is today versus what it used to be. That being said, I said I reserved all my opinions really about it to this the point uh, other than. You know, I just don't really care that he went to Florida State um, historically. But other than that, I'm just like, well, okay, like, we'll see how they do, you know, in this era of transfer portal, NIL, conference realignment, you know, pick your poison. They won. They went to someone else's house and they won. Okay. And they put up 45 points to win. Okay. So, so. You know, you, you can't fake putting up 45 points um, against a team that, that went to the title last year. Um, so, and the you, way he berated a reporter in the postgame, it was almost like, I've been here the whole time believing in my team. Do you believe now? Kept asking the guy, do you believe? And the, apparently the reporter still wasn't convinced. And he's just like, okay, next question. Yeah, and just completely. Well, and, th- and that seems so. typical of the the typical you know annoying coach speak where people are just gonna be naysayers. But you know, like I don't think he's wrong. Where it's like you know, look at the scoreboard. You know, like that. What other result yeah. can I have other than you know being the coach and and giving a win for 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 these players? You know, that that's my opinion there. You know, whether I like Deion Sanders or, or any of the other stuff, it. Quite frankly, I've kind of moved beyond that because it's just like, look, he won the game. He went to someone else's yep. house and he won. And Fox is already, you know, pumping the the Colorado, I think, Nebraska game, you know, for for next week. You know, so we'll see how it goes. You know, I I don't know um, 
this is clearly not the Colorado show, but but it certainly is is what is happening in college football. And, you know, I would also be a fool because I've said that Notre Dame's next Shamrock series, other than the game they're going to play at Wisconsin and Lambeau uh, coming up in a few years, they need to get a Shamrock series in Denver for all those um, people. Now, I'm I'm promoting Boise personally just because I have a, a thing with the Broncos in the stadium where the Broncos actually play. Uh, that's the Denver Broncos. But if Colorado is doing well and Notre Dame used to have a rivalry and Colorado used to be good historically as a football team, um, you know, I could see us playing playing Colorado. You know, like I, I don't think anyone would, would say that's a bad game or whatever. So who knows? You know, um, I would be OK with Colorado. That's just me. I don't know. Yeah. I prefer prefer Boise <laughs> just because I like Boise. But um, you know, hey, Colorado won. I was curious about that game, and I was flipping between that and the Purdue game uh, at the uh, before our game started. And, and as soon as Notre Dame was getting ready to start, I, I turned both off and went straight to NBC and didn't really pay attention to it other than what uh, what I saw in the ticker after that. Well, it will be interesting to see what happens in the future with the Shamrock series. But we can both agree – that we will be hate watching Brian Kelly tomorrow, hoping for a repeat <laughs> of last year. I know. Is it weird? Is that like we're, we're we are cheering for Florida State as Notre Dame fans? I don't know. A rival of Notre Dame, but we're pulling hard for them when it comes to Brian Kelly. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I don't want to say it's the it's the, not the same Florida State. I mean, it's still Florida State, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I don't like them, you know. But it seems like a more honest Florida State because Jimbo's gone. Yeah, yeah, Jimbo's gone. You know, I don't know. Just the, I mean, they still have the chop and all that. I mean, I guess it's a neutral site, but I don't know. Uh, Coach, what? Uh, who do you think is a player of the game for Notre Dame? Good grief, there's so many. <laughs> exactly. That was kind of a trick question, right? Well, I'll tell you what, Angeli finally got a moment to shine in the sun. Give it to Angeli. There you go. Yeah, he Angeli went 8 of 11 through two uh, touchdowns there. Um, fantastic. I mean, was, how often does a backup perform like yeah, that? Get two get touchdowns. Touchdown Shit. Out of it? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I'm really happy to see him. And, and Minchie got in. He had two two completions as well. So um you know, re- really nice to see our backups get in. I was really happy that Hartman was basically out of the game, you know, at the beginning of the third quarter, which is quite frankly what it should be. And Great House got his connection there at the end. So I'm happy. I'm a, I'm a happy, happy fighting Irish faithful yes. person. <laughs> he definitely is the first QB I've seen in a good long while that knows how to spread the ball around. Yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. And whether that's by design or if that's just like the nature of how things are happening, you I, know, I think it's just experience. He knows what to do with the football. Yeah, no, I mean, you you can see he's going hit through his progressions. He doesn't look panicked or frantic. Um you know, and he and he's he knows when to pull it down and run, and 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 you know he he went and he got a first down, and then I think it was in the first quarter he went got a first down, but then as soon as he knew he had the first down, he went and did did the slide thing, which is I'm not going to argue with that. Like your job is to get a first down, move the chains, right? If you're the if you're the running back, it's a different story. But when you're the quarterback, your job is to preserve yourself and to command the offense, and you slide. You get that first down. Great. Next play, you fight another day, and we got first and ten. I personally don't like the slide, but that's just me. 
Yeah, that's fine. You know, okay, well, he could either do that or do the uh, dive. You're, head you're first, wearing like you're wearing book. pads for a reason. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a you know avoid avoid the hit thing. Oh right? yeah. I just I still wish uh, one of those referees would have taken one to the knee at some point in time in the game. That was uh, <laughs> awful. That was awful. The targeting penalty I mean, how can that you was call not targeting. A, not even the crown of the helmet to the shoulder pad a targeting. But a crown of the helmet to almost Air? an earpiece or kick returner, <laughs> not a targeting. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. The, yeah, at, at, le- at least the call was the, the, the actual quote unquote targeting call was in the second quarter. So he'll be back, you know, first, uh, you know, first quarter of, of, you know, this NC State game. So it's just the ignorance of it. You had the guy on TV being like, this is not a targeting. And yeah. then they call it a targeting and it's just like, what, what game are you guys yeah, watching? What, what game are you watching? I agree. Couldn't couldn't agree more. Well, coach, we, we are stacked on people. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump over. Thank you so much. I appreciate you jumping on again. Uh, the post game show, Coach Barcegian on the Twitter at Coach Barcegian. Thank you so much. Uh, and go Irish. Go Irish. Go Irish. We are the Fighting Irish. All right. Uh, I see Wookie is on here. Uh, at Wookie4ND. Finally changed his Twitter handle back to where it rightfully deserves. Welcome back, Wookie. Hey, it's great to be back on Notre Dame football weekend. Oh my God, it's been a week. It has we been. We survived hur- Hurricane Idalia. <laughs> House is secure and everything. We had to relocate, and I came back in time for a Notre Dame game where we scored 56 to 3. Granted, on TSU, but there were some things that I did not like in that first kind of series or two. But we came around and made adjustments, and uh, we came out <laughs> unreal. Yeah, I, I, I agree that the was it the, the first quarter wasn't as fluid as I would expect, per se. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if I just do a, a straight up comparison, you know, we had 14, then 14 points in the Navy game last week, but then we had seven, but then 28 in the second quarter. So clearly we hit yes. our stride. Um, now what's interesting is Tennessee state got a field goal right off the bat. Right. But then we're blank rest of the game. Um, and right. I think what, what I think made the first quarter a little sketchy per se was maybe the, um, the hit that resulted in a fumble by Notre Dame uh, on the assuming Ford. kickoff. Uh, yeah. So, so I feel bad for, for, for us, but, but at the same time, you know, to have the defense and specifically the special teams uh, block the field goal, I thought was, was a great response for Notre Dame. And from that point on, and I'm not saying like, that's the reason why Notre Dame won, but but it, it certainly doesn't hurt, right? Turning point. It's yeah. a turning point. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a turning point. As soon as I saw that block, I'm like, "Oh man, here we go. We're about to score." And <laughs> yeah. My best friend, who I'm roommate with, she's like, "You need to calm down. Like it's football." <laughs> calm down. What are you talking about? They missed a field goal. Exactly. Well, and then like, from I, there do you know on how many out, sandbags I like down. 
you know how many sandbags I laid down this week? I'm watching football right now. Like, come on. I get to relax and enjoy the team I get to watch, right? Yes. I, I don't exactly. have to go to the gym for the next two weeks, right? No, not for the next fucking three months. <laughs> Those sandbags are 40 pounds. I, I, I believe you. I believe you. Well, hopefully hopefully everything's uh, okay there in the home front. Um post uh post hurricane situation happy you're home safe and and yes. uh things are okay did um from what's your thought of of notre dame on offense distributing the ball very equally as far as productivity of our offense i mean let's face it not one person had more than one touchdown attributed to them um, I love what Freeman is doing, spreading the offense out. And um, can we just say, I'm from Cincinnati. I want the ball to go to Pine all the time. <laughs> like, come on. Yep. <laughs> like, dude, that was, oh, my God. It was, I can't believe what he's doing, spreading the offense and, and throwing it. In. I mean, granted, we had a high score and throwing in different quarterbacks, but the running back situation with four running backs, that's freaking unreal. And then in the second half, he went to the tight ends. Like, uh, I, whoa, whoa, Freeman's making my head turn. Like, whoa, you're going here, here, here. Brian Kelly, you knew what he was going to do. You absolutely knew. With Freeman, it's a tosser. Well, and, and that's what you would expect out of a, out of a good football team against an inferior opponent, right? We don't have to, you know, go to the security blanket of the tight end like we used to under the, you know, the Weiss of the Kelly years. Um, you know, we don't have to rely on the likes of Will Fuller to bail us out at the yeah. end of the game against Virginia. You know, we're, we're out there, we're clicking, we're moving the ball at will. Granted, this is an inferior opponent with, you know, far inferior talent inferior talent you know i mean hell we talked about this on the show on tuesday which if anyone if no one caught our show on tuesday it was actually a lot more lively than what i thought it would be i was expecting kind Mm. of a just a okay snooze we're playing tennessee state and actually we had some legit conversation about the quote-unquote magnitude of the game or what does it mean and and dispelling some rumors and some of these other things and it's like at the end of the day look just play football at the end of the day just win football games but we also shouldn't ignore the fact that this is the worst team probably notre dame's can i say they've ever played can can i go on that limb i mean tennessee state's tennessee state's recruiting is not good it's 173rd on average over the last four years i mean put in perspective navy is 125 okay we're talking 50 teams difference here you know notre dame right now is averaging 11.5 um over (laughs) over the last four years so i mean there's a there's a little bit of a delta there right yeah, there there is a little bit of a delta there, and uh, we got. I'm gonna be the probably the fifteen thousand Irish fan to say this, but we got lucky getting Sam Hartman. I mean that dude, that guy can just see the ball, throw the ball, just do everything in the pocket, and all that. And not to mention, he's got one hell of a beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny story you know like uh, there's two things we'll get back to the beard comment 
you say we're lucky to have him and and i i don't i'm not saying you're wrong what i feel is is that we're blessed to have sam Hartman. yeah yeah because like he didn't just like if he wanted to transfer out of wake forest he could have picked a lot of teams like he could have gone to alabama there was three top teams yeah he could have gone to alabama i think he could uh, have LSU gone or... to georgia he could have gone to lsu yeah. he decided to go up to notre dame um, and I think a lot of that has to do with quote unquote recruiting, so to speak, by coach Freeman. Um, uh, and yep. I, I'm not into the, the inner circle that, on what exactly that means or how yeah. exactly that played out. However, Same. he, he had to make a decision and someone had to say, here, come over here to Notre Dame. Now, whether that's, you know, a picture of father Ted in arm in arm with Martin <laughs> Luther King in you know, the fortune <laughs> while you're ordering a subway or if that's, you know, his dad drinking a uh, cup of Coke while he scored his what's first up with that uh, touchdown. Like, right. His dad uh, looks like he's, he's like, just hydrating there. He's just like, okay. He's like, yeah, I know. Oh, my, my son, son does scored that. again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's what's up. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no reaction. Time. no, Certainly no. But the mom, mom was all over it. You know, NBC is doing the right job right there. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. So, so are you saying that Hartman should be the toast of the night? Uh, I don't know. I think that uh, there's ten. Was it ten players that scored a touchdown, including Hartman? Eight, eight, including the Hartman. We should toast eight. <laughs> All right, toast eight times. That's that's that's, that's a lot eight of whiskey. Times. That's a lot of Glenn Levitt well, here. I mean, it was fifty-six to nothing. So you saw the push-ups in the stands to fifty-six. Oh my god! And at and at one point, when I was at a game at Notre Dame, I was lifted up during the um, I think it was a Utah State game mm. back in fucking twenty ten. I got lifted up because I'm skinny. I'm a skinny guy. I got lifted up to like 15 times for the scoring touchdown. And I was, oh man, that was beautiful. But I, yeah. I, I remember when I was a student at Notre Dame, when, when touchdowns would be going on and we're doing the push-ups, you had to strategically look at your group and who you were with. And it's like, okay, we're going to yeah. start with the quote unquote bigger people. And then we'll kind of go down the line to the smaller people, quote unquote, because yep. fatigue starts setting in and, you know, endurance starts setting in and then you start, you have to plan this, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, the people that we were around, like they were, we were in um, uh, season ticket holder seats. So everyone wasn't a student. It was like whoever, like all, anyone that that's there. And I'm like, People with uh, names on the building, right? Like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. See that building over there? Yeah, I paid for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, let's lift you up. Come on, let's go. And I'm like, uh, okay, I've never done this before. And they just did it. I was like, dude, it was the highlight of my fucking life. Excellent. And I have never Excellent. I have never been to a Notre Dame game since 2010. Okay. Um well, hopefully, hopefully, uh, ho- yeah, hopefully the, you know, the, uh, times are, times are changing here at Notre Dame. That's yes. for sure. You know, we had two games back to back. Um, you know, look 42 points last week, 56 points this week. That's an average of 49 to three. 
<laughs> I mean, like, great. You know, again, inferior opponents, right? Strength of schedule is not good. Um, you know, so so we won't get too crazy about it. But what I will say is, look, this is what you're supposed to do. Like, like I'm yes. I'm I'm very mellow about this game. I'm not going to be like, yeah, go Irish, you know, and dress up like a leprechaun no. and, yeah. and do a jig in the in the in the kitchen here. I mean, right. I'm happy with the win. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, I'm also reserved because it's like we number one expect this to happen with like let let's let's change it change it this way. Think of it this way: if Drew Pine was our quarterback or Tommy Reese or, oh, or whatever, and we put up 56 points, that's a different story, okay? But mm-hmm. if you've got a experienced quarterback, someone like Sam Hartman, who we're blessed to have, we expect to put up a lot of points, expect to do this against Tennessee State, unfortunately a team with with inferior talent, but at the same time, we expect us to dominate this other team. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to pop champagne corks and, and get crazy about it. Now, if someone wants no. to celebrate no, and, about- and get awesome about that, go for it. I'm not going to tell them, no, you're yeah, an idiot yeah. and you're, you're disproportionate in your celebration. I'm not going to say that. But I, what I will say is, like, look, I, I expect Notre Dame to do this. Like, I'm not going to say I'd be disappointed, yep. but I would be disappointed if we didn't win by at least 35 points. Yeah, it's definitely a uh, – not so much as a blowout win. It's more like a uh, the team coming together and getting everything that we need to do and then knowing our weaknesses and then building on the weaknesses. Like, this game, that's, I mean, I love Notre Dame being independent because we can play anybody, whoever we want to, anytime. Sure, sure. And this this game right here just proves that we have a little bit of something to work on. Oh, sure. But not much. Yeah, Thank absolutely. God. Thank God Brian Kelly wasn't our coach today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No oh, doubt. my God. Thank God for that. But well, yeah, and, and, and I'm, I'm so excited. I, I'd be curious if that if Brian Kelly would still be our coach and and this game would actually even happen. But th- that's a conversation, you know, for another he time. Have, so I don't know. He wouldn't. He wouldn't have done the four four running backs. He wouldn't have done that it. That is hundred percent right. I I think the distribution yeah. of the ball is 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 fantastic and it's yep. it, and, and maybe it's a function of of the offense that we're trying to quote unquote find the hot hand. Or do we even right. need to because everyone's engaged and everyone's playing hard and everyone everyone gets a turn and, you know, everyone's happy, you know, like, like, right. maybe this is a function of eliminating any ego. We're all in this together. Everyone pulling at the same uh, time yep. type of thing, you know, use whatever metaphor you I want. Uh, I, look, Notre Dame ends up with a victory and has a yards per point of 9.9. Nine point nine. Yeah. Wow. When it's under ten, you know it's good. <laughs> Last week it was ten point six. National champions on average yeah. are eleven point eight. So. Oh, okay. So so. Wow, that's amazing. And you would expect that against an inferior opponent, which is good. So yep. so when we play our first Power Five team at NC State next week, um, you know we'll Ooh. we'll see where we go, and it's on the road. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, the the good news is that Sam Hartman has played. NC, NC State before, so 
Right, exactly. And uh, I'm kind of nervously excited <laughs> about next week because, yeah, that's our first test. But, you know, I'm as I said, I'm from Cincinnati and I love Notre Dame. I love my Reds. I love everything about Ohio except Ohio State. But uh, I just want to throw in there one time. <laughs> what the fuck was up with Ohio State today? <laughs> I, I, it's, it's like halftime, or it might have been third quarter. I don't know. I have a buddy who's uh, who's an Ohio State Buckeye guy, and you know, respect to Ohio State, right? They have been kings respect. in the Midwest for a long time. But what I will say is, he he's like, "What the heck is going on?" And I'm like, "You know, I'm an IU person here because of the doc, right?" And <laughs> and, and I'm like, "Oh," and I'm like. And I was very honest with him. I said, honestly, I'm not even watching this game, dude, because I'm watching Notre Dame. They're playing at the same time. So I have no idea what's happening right. at Ohio State. I, I expect them to beat IU, but they're not pounding yeah. them. And, you know, that that's one of those things where we're – I'm not saying we're licking our chops, you know. And, and it'd be interesting. No, no, Look, no. This is Ohio State's first game, right? We, yep. we have been fortunate to play two. Um, against two inferior teams and and make them glorified practices they're at at least actually playing a power five team grant it's iu but they're playing a a power five team that um you know at times can get chippy and um ohio state can't go to sleep so if it's going to take them a while to get into a groove as they begin their season uh, i wouldn't be surprised with that either yeah, exactly. Um, I think that was just like first game cobwebs and everything. But uh, I have a lot of Cincinnati. I'm a big Cincinnati Reds fan, and uh, I have a lot of Ohio State people on my thing. They're like, "Why the hell are you a Notre Dame fan?" And I'm like, um, "Because it was what I was brought up with." That's right. My the dad went, story, the my, short story. My dad graduated from UC, but he also watched Notre Dame. I went with the latter because, you know, Notre Dame won more. Yeah, <laughs> it's simple. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Excellent. Well, Wookie, I really appreciate you jumping back on. Welcome back to the show. Welcome. Your, I'm glad you're back home after uh, yes. after uh, um, the, the hurricane threat there. Uh, glad everything is, is good there on the home front. Thank you for joining the Fighting Irish Faithful show at Wookie4ND on the Twitter. Thank you so much. For joining us we'll jump over to Registan. always a pleasure thank you absolutely and go irish Registan, you've been invited to speak Registan 42 if you so wish if not we'll jump over to jay um yeah i i think there's a lot of good things that we can take away from this football game um anything from how the offense we're distributing the ball uh, some of the, some of the stats that that really jumped off the page was the yard points piece um, Notre Dame ended up with 557 total yards, 221 on the ground, 336 in the air. Again, both of those, all, excuse me, all three of those numbers better than national champion average. Again, we expect that, but that's a good thing, right? We expect to do better than national champion average when you play an inferior team, and we did that. So, congratulations, hooray! This is what we're supposed to do. Um, now, we did have a turnover, which is unfortunate, but we're still plus one on the turnover battle. Um, and again, the, the pick six there, um, it's really, really nice to see. Uh, 
our defense come through with a pick six and and really a dumb dumb throw by tennessee state um but at the end of the day hey it's great and then the last thing i want to i want to get and then we'll jump over to register or jay here is third down percentage notre dame was nine of eleven at third down whereas uh, tennessee state was four of 14 so uh we improve on third down even over last week um and we were 70% on all of our drives. We, again, scored touchdown drives on our first five drives, and I'm conveniently eliminating the special teams uh, fumble from that. You know, if you, I guess if you want to count that, then, okay, fine, we're, you know, five of six. But <laughs> that was that's technically a special teams play. But, um, you know, hey, Notre Dame, again, every time the offense is on the field, and you score touchdowns in your first five drives, that's good. Um, and that's exactly what happened last week. Last week, we scored touchdowns on our first five drives as well. All right, Registan, you invited to speak. If you want to just listen, that's cool. No big deal. Otherwise, we'll jump over to Jay here. At Pello Jace, welcome back to the United States of America from the Republic of Ireland. And if you want to jump on and join the show, welcome back. Howdy, howdy. Howdy. So um, for the first five minutes of the game, I'm thinking, is this going to be uh, a Marshall all over again? Uh-oh. And then the team settled down and actually, you know, did what I expected them to do. My mm-hmm. biggest my biggest observation is Blake Fisher did not have a great game for who they were playing against, Right. Um, I, I think he let too many of the defenders buy him, mm-hmm. and I think it, I think it showed when 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 Hartman had to scramble a couple of times. It was from that side. Uh, I mean, it, it did take us ten plays to go go our first get our first touchdown. Is are you saying it's like like five plays too many, or you know, like because I mean we we were faced with third down you know twice. Yeah, I mean. Really, with with the opponent that we had, uh, the first thing is they they definitely out hustled us at the beginning of the game, but I I think that we should have uh, actually played better against them mm-hmm. at the beginning of the game, and we didn't. So a little concerning, but I mean, you know, they had just flown back from you know Ireland, which was a nice eight and a half hour flight. Yeah, and uh, you know, short a shorter week because of that, because you know, I mean, I know I was tired. Sure. So I just imagine how they were, even though they're young, young kids who can bounce back a lot quicker. Uh, they're also athletes that are out there, you know, you know, doing doing what they do every day in practice, and then still going to class and, and all that fun right. stuff. So, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, no, class is no joke, and then practice and all that piece. You know, and it's my hope that the I, I imagine that the uh, the trainers and the coaching staff and everyone has that understanding of the fatigue from from traveling and time changes and this that and the other um i imagine and and i'm very happy that the tennessee state game followed the big you know show on the road so to speak after the game in ireland against navy um yeah i think if you were playing like a like a power five team or an acc team or whatever i think it would be a little different Yep, I agree. I think it. I think it, you're right. It was very strategically placed, 
where that game was. And plus it being home on top of that, you know, it, it makes it that much easier. I think this, this was a good week to uh, shake out those cobwebs. And now they have some things to go back and look at with a real um, offense that they have to defend versus, you know, the triple option. So I think, you know, this is a good step towards NC state next week. Absolutely. Did you, did you at all, maybe even at the beginning of this game or even during the week? Cause I know I kind of, brought this to mind thinking about going into this game go back to 2012 right we we beat the crap out of navy 50 to 10 okay we come back we think we're we're king tut and we have purdue at home and we struggle and we have to beat purdue by a field goal grant it's purdue it's a power five team right but did you think that we may have some quote-unquote rust on on this game that we and it would be closer than than even the navy game um so i i had mixed feelings right i thought i thought on paper we should have ended up how we ended up in fact i wanted to just score one more time oh uh, but wouldn't, right right but i mean the Can fact I that say 60 we, yeah <laughs> the fact that we played in jelly and he scored two touchdowns and the fact, and the fact that we got Minchie in there um, and he didn't, I mean, he had a couple of series, you know, you know, but still how many times do you get your, your QB three in for a couple of series during the game? So very, very pleased to see those reps come because you you can't mimic that in practice, no matter how you try. Uh, So, but I was a little concerned just because of the fact that we were coming back from a, a game that was overseas and it was, you know, and it was a, you know, it was not a, a power five team, right? Mm-hmm. It's a team that we were expected to win. So I thought maybe the attitude, even if it's not um, in the forefront, I think maybe, you know, deep down, everybody's like, well, yeah, we can beat them. We're going to beat them. So maybe they didn't come out with as much intention at the beginning of the game. Well, maybe maybe this is a function of the coaching staff and, and just kind of their ability to focus. I mean, I imagine the coaches are fatigued as well, right? You know, they, they want to do a little bit of sightseeing and, and enjoy some of the the bits of Ireland. But at the same time, it's like, you know, look, it, it's a short week. You know, it's a long flight back. And, and you know, you got to get back to work and you got to prepare for the next team and, and, and the game after, you know, and it's the beginning of the season. It's a long season. Um, here we are, you know. One thing that's interesting is Notre Dame started their first football game of the entire college football season. And, you know, so they're in week two. Well, mostly everybody else is starting week one. Right. So most other teams are are fresh or, or rusty, however you want to describe it. And then you got Notre Dame who's, okay, we're, we played a game against Navy Okay, so we may be, you know, the, the typical Navy hangover or bang up or however you want to describe that, um, coupled with a game overseas and, and then the potential attitude or mo- mental fog or whatever playing against an inferior TSU team. Um, it, it looked like, and I agree with you, it wasn't fluid. It wasn't... Um, the, the defense wasn't getting good stops. You know, some of their first steps and, and some of their reads weren't, weren't the best. Um, if Kevin Davis was on, he would, he would probably break down, you know, very more particulars about the X's and the O's. 
um, which, you know, we'll probably do on the Tuesday show. Um, but right now, as just look at the scoreboard, right? It, the, the fog yeah. was not there, right? You know, 28 points in the second quarter. Clearly, okay, if we were rusty in one quarter, fine. But we came back with a vengeance in that second quarter. Yeah, and I think that's that's a good sign for um, upcoming games, too, as far as being able to take um, adversity like like we saw in that first quarter and then adjust and, and be able to come back and, and play to potential. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm happy with, with how Notre Dame, um, succeeded tonight, succeeded, you know, running the football, passing the football. I mean, you know, <laughs> between the last two games, you know, 191 yards on the ground last week, 221 yards, um, you know, today we're averaging 206 yards on the ground. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a happy camper. I'm, I'm a happy fighting Irish faithful. You know, I mean, hashtag RTDB cup overfloweth, you know, um, at one point I'm kind of like, it, it kind of almost looked like the passing just was a little rusty or just wasn't there or, you know, Hartman scrambling a bit too much. I'm like, Look, just run the ball, right? Like you don't have to get crazy with it. And Parker, Parker had a really good play call. Um, you know, it was right after we got a third down. And, and check my Twitter timeline here. Um, we, we got a big third down, and then we threw a passing touchdown right after that. Boom! It was it was fantastic. So check me out at faithful underscore Irish on Twitter. Um, I just have a have a big reactionary rant there to that sort of thing. But no, the. Uh, look like what can we say is bad about this game right jay right yeah no you can't really say anything bad it's too hot you know, I, I, don't know. I can <laughs> i can nitpick you know i could go back and, and nitpick but i mean you can't you can't complain too much about the, the results and you know it's a it's it got some some second string third string players out there in the game to get some reps because um, that's the only way you're going to be able to, uh, in the future, come in if oh, you need yeah. to. So, I mean, I'm I'm pleased with it. I'm 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 happy with the outcome. Uh, outside of my little nitpicking, which you know, you know, that's what a fan's going to do. Sure, uh, is nitpicking. Well, I don't I don't think you're you're unjustified to 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 pick nits or. I'm not really sure what the verb is there, but <laughs> but but at the same time, like like the this is what we do as fans and, and what a, what a great place to be. You know, we're, 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 we're trying to figure out the, the crossing, crossing of the I's and dotting of the T's right now. We're trying to verify how can we make this team better? Um, and you know, that, what a departure that's been for the last years. Now we shouldn't, you know, do the two handed fist pump, you know, in the air here, here, you know, kind of thing, just because we're, we've played two games against two inferior teams. Like, look, we got NC state. Okay. A power five team. Right. But they're not, they're not Clemson. Okay. Right. They're not Florida state. Um, yeah. I, I don't even know where they are recruiting wise. Right. We haven't even started that research yet for our opponent. We'll do that for Tuesday. Um, but you know, and then you got central Michigan, right. Which at one point looked like they were getting Sparty a run for their money. But then, of course, Sparty finally returns and 
wakes up and decides to play football and then, you know, puts them away. Um, I mean, if, if we, if we assume that Notre Dame handles their business in these first four games, as they should, uh, you know, we'll be undefeated going against Ohio state. And yes, we're projecting and go looking out to Ohio state, but why shouldn't we, right? When, when you come off two big, big wins, the way we just did big wins in the sense of, of points on the scoreboard and limiting our opponent to three points, period, zero touchdowns. This team has not allowed a touchdown for either team. Okay. Especially against Navy. Um, man, that's, that's really good. Yeah, I agree there. That's the, their defense is playing a lot better this year. I mean, granted, they're their opponents, but I mean, like you said, especially against Navy, right? You you just don't know um, how you're going to be able to defend that. And I think we were lucky that they were the first game of the season, so that you could yeah. you could coach to that, you know, during camp and, and be prepared for it. And I think it showed a little bit. Well, and then in you this just kind of get it over with, you know. Navy does this yep. kind of niche thing that very few teams do. It's like like just take care of it, get it over with, and move on to quote unquote regular teams. Yep. Um, and I think it showed a little bit this game too because I I think that they were so well prepared for Navy that you know when they go up against a regular offense, you know they had a, a couple of read issues. Uh, but I think that this was a good game to have going into NC State. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Well, I, I one real quick question here. This is uh, kind of more of a so we're talking about productivity and offense and things. Um, since the defense has only allowed three points for both Navy and Tennessee State, uh, truth or lie here, or just kind of pop quiz here, uh, who had more total yards, Tennessee State or Navy? Oh wow. Um... So uh, I'm going to say Navy only because I think Tennessee State, while they started out the game, you know, with with the nice drive, I think that was it. So I'm going to have to say Navy. You would be correct. Barely by, uh, gosh, what is it? Not even not even 20 more yards. Um, Yeah, the 15 more yards. Navy had 171 total yards versus Tennessee State's 156. And 55 of those were the first drive yeah. for Tennessee. Yeah, That's so. right. Exactly. Well, and the thing is, um, if you look at the trends, of Grant, there's two games, right? So it's always linear. But you, we allow Navy to do 171 yards to our 444. Then we improve to 557. Again, it's at home. And again, against an inferior team. So you'd expect that. But Tennessee State drops to 156. So the the things that should happen, I'm going to keep That's emphasizing happened. this, did happen in this game. So good. Like like I'm I'm not going to throw you a bone. I'm not going to give you a cookie, Notre Dame. Like this is what you're supposed to. Do. Can we enjoy the win? Can we be happy? Of course we. Of course we should. You know, we're, this is a very happy podcast. You know, where were we last year? We were zero and two at this point, two games in, right. right? And this podcast was, well, we didn't even do a post game show because I was, you know, stuck in, at a Mexican restaurant waiting for my food before you know driving back down south here to Indianapolis from South Bend, right? You know, so I was a hundred percent sober. Whereas tonight, 
you know, I can I can relax. I can enjoy. I can, you know, kick back with a beer and the Glenlivet tonight, which uh, is what we got. Pella Jace, who who is your toast of the night? My toast for the night? Who am I toasting? Uh, I'm going to toast my wife, actually, because she was she was really ragging on the NBC broadcast team. And I loved it because that, <laughs> it's, it's not just me who sees it. So I'll toast my wife for this one. Fantastic. All right. All right. Well, out of curiosity, what, what exactly was she rassing them over? So, I mean, they're, they're sitting there talking about Colorado and, and prime uh, while the game is going on and they're not even showing the plays, you know, mm. they're just talk, talking to them in the booth and not even showing the plays and the plays are going on and they're not calling who's, who's doing anything. And it's just like, are they even, are they even broadcasting for this game or what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, excellent. No, that, that's good to hear. That's, I I love hearing stories about spouses that are engaged and, and, uh, you know, bringing their passion, um, to, uh, to Notre Dame football. It's fantastic. No, it's fantastic. Any any other thoughts we need to leave with, uh, or is it the, this the typical twenty four hour celebrate rule? Go to go to church tomorrow and then get back ready to watch film and hit the weight room. I think I think they need to start watching film tonight. But yeah, I don't even <laughs> think they need. I don't think they get twenty four hours for this one. But yeah, that's it. That's right. The fourth quarter was the celebration, right? Yep. We're putting Minchie in. That that's a that's our you know I'm sure people were, were drinking, you know, a couple beers on the sideline. That that Gatorade was not Gatorade anymore. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well good. Well, Jay, I really appreciate you uh jumping back on. Welcome back to the United States of America after your uh your uh excursion there in the Republic of Ireland at Pelo Jace on the Twitter. Thank you. Go Irish. Go Irish. Well, I, we're a little light on people. That's cool. Uh, we start with Jimmy Joe, Coach Barcegian, Wookie, Jay, Reggie Sand. If you, it, we'll we'll give you the last spot here, but if you're just listening and doing dishes or laundry or just watching other football, you just want to let my voice serenade you. By all means, but if you got something to say, come on, we'll let you on. Um, what what more can I say? You know, the um, Notre Dame did exactly what they're supposed to do. Yards per point was good. Scoring drives was good. Third down percentage was good. You know, it, it's a little bummer getting the uh, getting the turnover there on special teams, but um, we kind of turned it around on special teams. Special teams had a big field goal block, which is great. Um, the only other thing, and this is kind of more of a preference thing, is our run percentage was actually a little light um, relative to last week. You know, we were 52.4 run percentage. Uh, so it's a little lighter for me. I'd be cl- happier with the 55, 56% or higher, uh, which is what we were last week. We were 57% last week. Um, but yeah, no, again, I'll emphasize this is what Notre Dame was supposed to do and we did it. So I'm not going to get too crazy about it. Uh, we will celebrate. We will be happy. Um, but I will, I will temper my expectations with, who the opponent is, where this team is, and look, this is just two games against two teams that, um, and we said this on Tuesday, it doesn't matter if this was Ball State or New Mexico or Colorado State or Tennessee State. Um, We still get the win. We still get the two wins, and at the end of the day, quote-unquote, no one will care 
quote unquote, who it is that we, we pounded into the dirt, which is what we did. Well, I guess it's turf. It's not actually dirt anymore, but <laughs> there's dirt under the turf. But yeah, no, Notre Dame, Notre Dame is victorious. Notre Dame does the right thing, does the expected thing. And uh, it's, it's very difficult to, uh, to, to pick nits or <laughs> however we want to describe this. So um, I'm, I'm a happy camper. I'm a happy fighting Irish faithful. Um, there's very, very little that, um, uh, what can we say? What more can we say that, that we don't like? So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that. No one else is jumping on. No one else wants to say anything. And, uh, yeah, go Irish. We'll, we'll be here on Tuesday. This is the fighting Irish faithful show. Oh, unless Dr. Abby is jumping on here right at the end, right at the 11th hour. Dr. Abby, if you want to jump on, we'll, we'll throw you uh, an invite here. If not, uh, do nothing. Cause otherwise, we'll, we'll shut the show down. We're about to hit the closing closing uh, a tune here. But if you want to speak, by all means, jump on. Nope, I won't keep us around any longer than we have to. We'll go I'll a whole half hour. <laughs> if you've got a whole page of notes that you want to get into, doctor, by all means. No, I um, we got a slow start, and I was really nervous that it was going to be another typical Notre Dame not beating an opponent like they should, but I'm glad we turned it around. Like a I'm hangover like Purdue see. from 2012, right? Yeah. I'm glad we got to see Angeli and Minchi. So overall, I am excited to see some more positives carry into next week and just see this team continue to grow. Absolutely. Now, you weren't at the game, were you? No, I was not. Okay, so you're like me. You're you're watching your couch. You're enjoying. You're you've you also were at the you were at the game in Ireland, right? Yes. Fantastic. I I bet that was a, that was a treat. That's for sure. It it was awesome. It was wonderful. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we're happy you jumped on the show. Is there is there? Do you have a toast? Like I've I've been kind of reserved in my. I don't want to say I'm reserved to give praise to this team because because they won right i should be happy but i'm also like look it was tennessee state like who who could we toast and not one person stood out like everyone was really good i don't know what do you have a toast or is there who should be given a lot of credit this game um this might be super lame but i'm going to toast like the overall teamwork camaraderie sportsmanship like seeing Sam Hartman boost up Angeli on the sidelines, just seeing everyone. I forget which play it was specifically, but someone caught a ball and one of the linemen ran over and hugged him right away. And it was okay. like just really cool to see those types of moments that I don't recall over the last few seasons. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. And and we kind of said this on the Tuesday show that, you know, I it is my hope that this game got to the point where you put second stream guys in and you have second string guys scoring touchdowns. And that, that gets everyone excited from the second stringers that are in the game to the first stringers that are on the sideline. And, and even the third stringers like, yeah, keep scoring. Cause then I can come in, you know, and we saw that with Minchie coming in right at the end there, um, which is fantastic. So um, it's really great to see the team kind of galvanizing, coming together Um supporting each other right there it with the way that you had eight different people on notre dame's team score touchdowns tonight you know how else can you say that we are not one for all and all for one so so that's my thought there 
Um, I'm so glad you jumped on, Dr. Abby, because by, by you doing that, I, I refilled the scotch here. So we're ready to go. Um, any other thoughts we need to be left with here or uh, that's it? You know, job well done. Any other thoughts? No, I think you summarized it great right there. One for all and all for one. And that would be a solid way to end the show, even with your full glass of scotch. <laughs> Yes, that'll that'll carry me into the kitchen as I as I do some dishes probably tonight. That's for sure. Well, Doctor Abby, I really appreciate. You know, I, I didn't get a give a toast here. Uh, a t- Twitter shout out is going to everyone who joined the show, and we had a new person, Jimmy Joe, uh, jumped on uh, on the show, so that he we he was first on uh, from I think he said Idaho, but by way of Calcutta, so that was kind of cool. So we're we're branching out away from Ireland. Uh, here we got someone that is from India here. So that's cool. Um, you know, Notre Dame's in Indiana. So here you go. Um, yeah, I'm going to give my toast actually to Clarence Lewis who got the pick six. Granted, it was a terrible, terrible throw by Tennessee state, but he still read the play correctly. He was right where he was supposed to be. And um, he he was able to show his athleticism after many years of many Notre Dame fans giving him a lot of trash. And I don't know if I've ever given Clarence Lewis thrown any stones in his direction. But for me, that was very satisfying to see Clarence Lewis get a pick six, um, you know, late in the game or well, it's third quarter, but but to to bring the Irish up and just widen the margin even further, uh, get us closer to 50 and um, shit, he did it. So Clarence Lewis is my toast of the night because quite frankly, I think he was due for something like that and uh, shuts up the haters. I'll just put it that way. So (laughs) not to end on a negative note, but, but who who hasn't heard or or even expressed their uh, concern with Clarence Lewis? And you know, if he's turning a corner, I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. All right. Unless another doctor is going to jump on, I think we'll, we'll call it good. Thank you, Dr. Abby, for uh, for jumping on at It's Abby Be Happy on the Twitter. I think got a shout out from the uh, Five Foot Nothing pod as well, uh, representing the Jersey crew in Ireland. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. If you're listening to this on the podcast version at Faithful underscore Irish on the Twitter, the Fighting Irish Faithful Show, part of Dos Leprechauns Media, we thank you very much for making me a part of your post game or your Sunday, Monday, what have you uh, situation. We'll see you on Tuesday for a little bit of wrap up as we prepare for NC State. But enjoy this game and let's go, Irish. It's caught by Samaza inside the 20, inside the 10. He's going in. Notre Dame has scored. Dawson Pope, open receiver in the end zone. Touchdown, Notre Dame. Somehow, the Irish did it. Out of the pack, 30, 35. Goodbye, baby. At the 50, the 40, the 30, the 20, the 10. Fire, fire, rocket, touchdown, Irish. Tyree, whoa. Can he get there, Tyree? Zibikowski looking for a block. 
Cuts to the right to the 40. Gets a block. Gets to the 45. 50. Up to the 45. 40. 30. One man to beat. 20. 15. 10. He's down to the 5. Touchdown, Irish.